HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Roberta's, home of Heritage Radio Network for 10 years. Learn more about Roberta's at robertaspizza.com. This week on Meet in 3, we're embracing the spooky spirit of Halloween, from zombies to witches. We're exploring the odd, the occult, and the taboo in the world of food. There are restaurants with no storefront, shrunken down into hundreds of square feet versus thousands of square feet. No servers, no hosts, nobody taking your order. The rats in the sewers are now smelling, all of a sudden, fresh food molecules. And those rats were like, holy cow, follow that scent. Tune in to Meat and 3, HRN's weekly food news roundup, wherever you listen to podcasts. Hi, I'm Mike Schreiber. And welcome to The Shameless Chef, a show that takes us back in time to home kitchens in the 1970s, but still has a lot to teach us today. I developed this show with Michael Davenport in 1977. He was the original host of The Shameless Chef, and he shared his fearless attitudes towards food and encouraged home cooks to have fun and take some risks in the kitchen. I'm excited to keep his legacy alive and share The Shameless Chef with you on Heritage Radio Network. Today I'm sharing episodes that capture Michael's shameless attitude in the kitchen. I remember the first time I experimented with adding coffee grounds to chili. I tried it for a group of friends who raved about the fabulous flavor of my chili and insisted I tell them the recipe. When I did, they scoffed at the idea and insisted I was making it up. Eventually a few experimented on their own and I later learned that one of these friends was claiming it as her idea. I never knew the coffee grounds could become flattery. You know, this kind of experimentation is a perfect example of what Michael tries to impart to listeners in every episode of The Shameless Chef. What is a shameless chef? Well, aside from being a soubriquet that has been hung on me, it's an attitude that you adopt when you step into the kitchen. An attitude that implies, to hell with the rules, let's have fun cooking and fun serving. And to hell with our critics and attitudes. Who says the kitchen was meant to be dull? It needn't be. The word fun is boring, and that isn't what I mean at all. Outrageous would be a better word. When faced with the kitchen qualms, when turning from cupboard to range to fridge to freezer and saying, what am I going to do this time? The answer is, be outrageous. If you're accustomed to cooking and serving meals like a short order cook, today may be the time to revolt. 
Tell the gang the fridge is loaded, fend for yourself. If you get the dining room horrors every time you have to set a table, well, well don't. Set out a smorgasbord or a buffet and, and give the assembled hungries a chance to make their own choices. You tired of cooking the same old boring things? Well, chances are that your family's tired of eating them. I suspect that people who say, I've never tried it, I don't like it, have spent their early years eating the same dull staples. Here's an outrageous statement for you. I don't think there's any excuse for saying, I'm just a meat and potatoes man. The idea is boring, and so is the person who says it. And a pity. Ever tried kohlrabi? Ever bought something in the market that you don't know how to cook? Well, do it, and learn how to cook it. Cookbooks, after all, aren't sealed in the Vatican vaults. What do Jerusalem artichokes taste like? They aren't artichokes at all, you know, and they don't come from Jerusalem. Have you ever tried serving cold soup that was meant to be cold and not just left waiting for a tardy family? It's good. Melon soup, for example. In the kitchen, and I guess anywhere else come to think of it, if I'm bored, it's my own fault. Although I wouldn't deign to suggest cooking as therapy, sometimes you can start being outrageous in the kitchen and the attitude can spill over into the rest of your life. After all, a meal without surprises is like a day without an argument. I think that's an old French proverb, isn't it? Michael A. Davenport here, the shameless chef. Obviously. Are you hungry? Are you getting hungry? Well, let's talk about it. Hunger is for eating, and eating can be anything from uh, just necessary to an absolute gas. It's all in the attitude. My name is Michael A. Davenport. They call me the Shameless Chef, and we're about to talk about that. There's one ingredient that should be in your kitchen, and it's not available in bottles, cans, or the freezer section of your supermarket. It's in your head. Only if you're like me, you don't always use it. It's called imagination. That means taking the simplest things, sometimes the least expensive, and doing something slightly outrageous with them. Like one of my favorite goodies. Call them wing dings. They're done with those unsung parts of the chicken's anatomy, the wings. You can buy them in your market. They're cheap and they're easy to keep on hand for lunch, dinner, or hors d'oeuvre. Just put chicken wings in a shallow oven pan. Tuck them neatly together so they don't spring apart. Salt and pepper them. Brush them with plain bottled French dressing. Put them in a medium oven for 15 minutes, turn them, brush on more dressing, and give them another 15 minutes. Keep an eye on them so they don't get too brown, or if they're not brown enough, give them a minute or so under the broiler. Serve them forth with your favorite salad. Mine is seedless white grapes with sour cream and a little garlic. Add a crisp green vegetable. Simple, quick, cheap, and imaginative. It's just that when you haven't a lot of money or a lot of time to squander, spend a little imagination. Oh, yeah, that's what I said. Grapes, sour cream, and garlic. <laughs> See what I mean? Good taste, it occurs to me, is nothing more than flavor. Davenport here. Cheers. Stay with us for more of The Shameless Chef after a short break. episode is brought to you by Roberta's, home of Heritage Radio Network for 10 years. Roberta's was founded in Bushwick in 2008 and has become one of the most iconic restaurants in the country. 
HRN made its home inside of Roberta's in 2009, and together they have become part of the DIY fabric of the neighborhood. Roberta's, the pizza restaurant, is open for lunch and dinner seven days a week and serves much more than just the famous wood-fired pizzas. Their team dreams up new salads, pastas, and sandwiches on the regular. Roberta's Tiki Bar is alive and well in the back garden, serving up frozen drinks in the summer and hot toddies in the winter. Stop by the bakery and takeout spot next door for fresh breads, sticky buns, and pizzas to go. And of course, there's the two Michelin-starred Blanca tucked away in the garden for truly daring diners. But Roberta's also extends beyond Bushwick, with multiple locations in New York City and now in Los Angeles. You can also find their frozen pies in grocery stores around the country. The spirit of Roberta's, like Heritage Radio Network, is everywhere. Here's to many more years of pizza-powered radio. Learn more about Roberta's at robertaspizza.com. Welcome back to The Shameless Chef. Anyone who appears in the public eye or the public ear likes to get requests. And I have one. Not thousands. One. A friend asked me to list the peculiar, odd, outrageous things I do with food. That would take a very long program indeed. But I will note a few oddments that helped earn me the title of The Shameless Chef. Being shameless in the kitchen doesn't always refer to the way one behaves. Sometimes it's the way one cooks. Those slightly outrageous touches, the, the little quirks. In answer to my friend Vincent's request, here are a few funnies. You don't have to make a list. You'll probably remember them when you least expect to. Yeah. For making chili or long-simmering spaghetti sauce, instead of adding water as needed, add stale coffee. And what else would you do with it? Uh, speaking of which, to put some zap into fresh coffee, add a twist of lemon or orange peel as you're brewing it, or in each cup, which is traditional with espresso. You can surprise your family and friends with the salad if you add segments of fresh orange and some onion rings. Or serve orange and onion alone with just vinaigrette dressing. Next time you prepare potatoes, add a little nutmeg, of fresh ground preferably. Oh, yes, there are such things as nutmeg grinders. Don't limit nutmeg to apple pie. It's great in a lot of dishes, including good old hamburger patties. Here are some other quickies, uh, like a dash of Tabasco sauce in scrambled eggs or a little sugar in anything involving fresh tomatoes. The final vote isn't in yet as to whether tomatoes are vegetables or fruit. Now, if you want these quirks of cookery listed for you, drop me a note here at the station. You'll be answered, along with a bonus remembrance. Oh, yes, my name is Michael A. Davenport. Any other requests? Ciao. I suppose that if I have any reputation as the shameless chef, it is based somewhat on my predilection for crazy salads, the unexpected combination of flavors and textures not ordinarily associated with lettuce and bottled dressing. Well, let's take this moment together to consider another compelling category of kitchen insanity, crazy soup. Fruit soup, fruit soup, falls trippingly on the tongue. (laughs) We were talking about fruit soup recently, and a friend looked at me with raised eyebrows. Fruit soup, never heard of it. Well, my friend was not the product of a Scandinavian heritage, for, indeed, fruit soup is a Norse staple, whether cold or hot. 
One day I'll go into fruit soup in some detail, but today let's consider a crazy soup, much more far out than soup made of fruit. Ripe olive soup. Watch it. I know what's going on through your mind. I got that same reaction when I mentioned salad made of grapes, garlic, and sour cream. Do not, I repeat endlessly, react to your prejudices. Trust your palate. Here's black olive soup. As they say in advertising folk circles, try it, you'll like it. Start with a can of chopped ripe olives. They, they come that way and less expensive than buying whole olives and chopping. You'll need about a cupful. Add the chopped olives to about oh, four cups of beef stock, homemade, canned, or made from bouillon. Heat, but don't boil, along with some finely chopped or crushed garlic. Then whip together a couple of egg yolks, a cup of cream, and add it to the olives. Barely heat so that the eggs and cream don't thicken too much. I like to add a dash of sherry or some white wine. Then serve the soup forth with oh, a slice of boiled egg, a dollop of sour cream, or a thin slice of lime, and that's it. Ripe olive soup. If you're sneering as you listen to this, too bad. You are not yet ready for crazy soup. If you are, then you're ready to graduate to cheese soup with Tabasco and nutmeg, or peanut butter soup with a dash of scotch. But I'll go into that another time. Quickly, the ripe olive soup. Chopped olives and beef stock, heated with garlic, blended with cream, egg yolks, and a dollop of sherry. I'm Michael A. Davenport. I'm a devotee of crazy soup. As the shameless chef, I'm entitled. Crazy is as crazy does. Please, subscribe to The Shameless Chef wherever you get your podcasts. The voice you heard throughout this episode was Michael Davenport, the host of The Shameless Chef, who unfortunately passed in 1985, but lived a truly vibrant life. The Shameless Chef is produced by Dylan Hoyer, and me, Mike Schreiber, with podcast development and additional production by Kat Johnson. Our audio engineer is Matt Patterson. The original theme song for The Shameless Chef was composed by Chip Davis. Armin Spengen composed the theme music for this podcast. The Shameless Chef is powered by Simplecast. The Shameless Chef is a production of Heritage Radio Network the world's pioneer food radio station. Learn more at heritageradionetwork.org and follow us at heritage underscore radio.